But I wanted to talk about something that a lot of us are familiar with. It's a joint replacement. Either you know somebody who's had a knee or hip, hip, hip replacement in their lives. And it's they always say, if you talk to somebody that's had a knee or hip replacement, they say, oh my gosh, it's a game changer. Like I didn't realize how bad it was until I started walking around with my new knee or hip and I feel like a million bucks. It's usually followed by a short hospital stay, but uh, Women's College Hospital is revolutionizing knee replacement surgery, actually eliminating the hospital stay. How is that possible? By the way, I found this out today in, in the Toronto Star. They did a little exclusive. Dr. David Backstein is head of orthopedic surgery at Mount Sinai, and he does outpatient work at Women's College Hospital. He's on the line to tell us how this is possible. Welcome to the program, doctor. Thanks. Thanks very much. This is a big deal. I mean, we always hear about wait times, and especially today, you know, the CBC had a story about wait times for joint replacement in Nova Scotia or New Brunswick is uh, is getting kind of crazy. They're finding they have to wait a, a ridiculous amount of time to get these joint replacements. So this could be a game changer. How do you manage to, you know, replace a knee and then have people walk out, you know, four hours later? Well, well, first of all, I'd say that, you know, what we're doing is not really revolutionary. I think what we're doing is, uh, you know, bringing some um, changes in practice that have been going on for quite a while already. It's been a gradual progression and it's probably being led by, uh, you know, facilities in the U.S. which are, are for profit and uh, certainly getting patients out of the hospital there, uh, you know, translates into profits for the, for the hospital itself. Our motivations here are a bit different. Um, nobody's profiting from this, but what we're trying to do is just save money for the system. Um, And, you know, with respect to your question about wait times, it doesn't directly, um, you know, improve wait times uh, because the way uh, joint replacement is done in Ontario and and in most provinces, I believe, uh, is that the volumes, the the number of of operations we can perform is is allocated to the hospital at the beginning of the the fiscal year. And then the hospital does that that number of joints as as, has been um, sort of um, doled out by the ministry. By doing this, we don't increase the number of cases we can do directly, but hopefully by saving money for the system, saving uh, um, inpatient stay and all the costs that go with it, those savings can be you know, driven back into the system and provide for more resources so that we can do more operations. Sure. Or could, could that not lead to shortening wait times? I mean, if it goes back into the system, then it would go somewhere else, no? Absolutely. That's, so that, that, exactly. So, you know, what, what contributes to wait times right now, for the most part, is uh, you know, the number of joint replacements that are, are, are allocated per year um, is not always enough to meet the demand. And, um, and there's, there's good reasons for that. I mean, it's not an un- these are expensive operations. The resources are not unlimited. These are, it all comes out of tax dollars, and mm-hmm. the, the ministry has to reconcile that to some, you know, at some uh, point. Um, but these savings could potentially, I think, you know, free up more resources to allow for more joint replacements to be done, which would then shorten wait times. I think it's fascinating. You know, the story that you're focused on, I know you were operating on this uh, individual, 56-year-old man gets a knee replacement and he walks out of the hospital, you know, uh, four hours later. That's amazing. This is not just, this is, you have to be a particular candidate for this same-day procedure, right? I mean, it's not going to be grandma walking out of the hospital, right? Uh, Well, I think age is probably not uh, one of the discriminating factors. Um, I think you have to be fit. Um, you know, there are a lot of older patients that are physically more fit than a lot of our, you know, obese 55-year-olds who have already had, you know, bypass surgery. So it's not necessarily a, a chronologic age. It's more of a physiologic age. 
Um, I certainly, you know, the next, uh, I have patients that are in their 70s that are scheduled for the surgery because they're extremely fit and healthy. One of the patients we did uh, on the same day as that gentleman that you're referring to was uh, late 60s, early 70s, also you know, extremely fit individual. Um, so by, you know, by controlling the pain properly, by being able to do the surgery without really um, deeply anesthetizing the patient and by doing, you know, quick surgery. And I think with, with modern sort of surgical techniques, as well as the modern anesthesia techniques, we can, um, you know, we can mobilize people quickly. It's not that they're not going to have any pain, but certainly we can keep the pain very, very, um, you know, reasonable in terms of intensity while at the same time not making them really groggy and lightheaded and dropping their blood pressure and, and all the things that went along with uh, general anesthetics in the past. All right. So they're changing the way they uh, perform the anesthesiology for this we're particular taking, process. Yeah, I think we're taking a lot of techniques that have been you know, learned over the years and sort of putting them all into one place in one time in one patient. And so we're using nerve blocks. We're using very short acting spinal anesthetics. We're using medications that prevent nausea and vomiting. Um, and, um, you know, we're, we're just getting a, phys- we're having a physiotherapist that's literally uh, almost waiting for them in the recovery room so that there's no delay between the time of the surgery and uh, getting them up and walking. That's amazing. So how are the parent- patients responding to this? So far, it's been, to be honest, it's been better than I even expected. We have, um, you know, we've been following them along really closely. We ha- we, everybody that uh, undergoes the surgery downloads an app or, or we give them a, a, a we lend them an iPad with an app uh, so that we can be in contact with them in real time at all times. We can see exactly, you know, what they've been doing in terms of mobility, range of motion, uh, how much pain medication they're using, if they're having uh, any, any sort of medical issues. And to date, we haven't had anything really severe. We've certainly had um, the same, some of the same issues that we would deal with, whether the patient was in hospital or not. Um, when you use narcotics, you tend to have problems with constipation and sometimes problems with urination. Those kind of things we've we've had, and I think we've, um, you know, we, we've we've been modifying our, our protocol slightly to eliminate that to, to the greatest degree possible, but. Overall, the results have been good uh, to great. And, and um, I think that even the patients have had a better uh, sort of post-op course than they expected. Yeah, it's preferable, uh, I, re- I read in the Toronto Star article, to recover at home uh, for various reasons. Uh, I would imagine not only for comfort, but also the, you know, the possibility of picking up you know, uh, antibiotic-resistant uh, illness. Absolutely. I mean, there's all kinds of... You know, by, by definition, hospitals have a lot of sick patients in them, and uh, people that are having hip and knee replacements are not sick. They're, they're generally reasonably healthy people with knee arthritis or hip arthritis. So like being expo- or avoiding the exposure to patients with various uh, uh, infections, the flu, et cetera, um, certainly, you know, that's, that's, that's a risk factor that we just take out of the equation. Sleeping at home in your own bed, eating your own food, I think makes people just get back to normal that much quicker. Uh, there's no period of you know feeling like a, a sick patient because they're they're back home that day in their own you know own clothes, mm-hmm. sitting on their own uh, couch watching TV. Canadian Orthopedic Association they want this to become a norm countrywide. How plausible do you think that is? I, I think it's uh, absolutely possible. It'll never be for 100% of patients. We will never have a situation where everybody is so fit and healthy that we can get them out of bed within a couple of hours. There will, you know, but I would think there is a maybe anywhere from 10 to maybe 30% of, of the population that could have their joint replacement done in this way. I think there will always be patients with a lot of comorbidities, 
heart problems, obesity, et cetera, that, that make it difficult for them to mobilize really rapidly and without significant assistance. But there is a, I think, I think there is a base of maybe 10, anywhere from 10 to, you know, 30% of all the cases we do probably could be done as an outpatient in as long as we have the ideal environment, which is what we have at women's college. We really have um, right now, everyone really working towards the same goal because it's a hospital that doesn't have inpatient facilities. So, the option of staying really doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody knows what the what the score is. Everybody knows what the plan is. We have contingency plan. If if you know something happened, if there was a complication, we can admit them. I you know I could admit them uh, at my base hospital, which is at Mount Sinai. They've they've uh, agreed to accept those patients. Um, but hopefully, we never have to do that. Well, I think what you're doing is fascinating. And you know, if I uh, ever need a knee replaced, I, I uh, plan on being healthy for a long time. It's it's comforting to know that you know it's just in. And then it's out, and I'll be at home recovering. I appreciate your time, doctor. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Have yourself a great afternoon.